Hello, you are tuned into the Meaning of Budget podcast, where we dive into various topics in hope of encouraging you in your financial journey. My name is Jake Rusey, joined by my co-host Derek Ween, and shout out to Hannah for this phrase, another day, another dollar. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to podcast number seven. We are coming to you at night this time. We've been recording in the morning. But today, uh, Jackie has been working from home and has taken over the office. So we get to do night podcasts during this time. How has your day been, Derek? Well, uh, I don't think we shared this last week, but I moved in. Maybe we did talk about that last week. I moved in for a couple days last week, but now I've like actually moved in since we're shelter in place. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the big news of this week is that... Uh, where the city of Austin decided that we all need to shelter in place um, for our safety. So uh, since Jake and I work together every day, he offered that I could just come stay here since he didn't have so many Airbnb guests anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah, we figured it would be a good time to try to get a bunch of work done on budgets um, and continue to do things like the podcast. Um, we got a new uh, microphone for the podcast, so hopefully the sound quality is a lot better, um, and I don't know, maybe you'll be able to hear Jackie watching The Office in the background. Um, but yeah, we've we've been trying to stay as busy as we can uh, during this time, just uh, figuring out how to balance freelance life and um, just the lack of schedule, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, all my schedule's definitely out of whack, but I feel like I'm. it's keeping me more sane to be around people here, be around at least Jake and his wife here than at home. <laughs> well, today we actually got to go out to the local park and took Stella and threw the frisbee around a little bit, uh, try to do some physical activity. So I think what we want to talk about today is worth, and there's a lot going on in the world um, and a lot of stock market decline and job loss, and um, it's just a time when people might be feeling like they're um, not worth as much as they were a few weeks ago, even. Um, but I think my first question um, for us, Derek, is what are some things that we consider to have worth? So what are some things you have considered to have worth to you, Derek? Um, well, the biggest thing, I feel like you don't know what you have until it's gone. So <laughs> the biggest thing right now, I feel like is freedom. I feel like I had a lot of worth in freedom. I didn't realize until it was taken away. Um, and like getting to spend time with friends and family. So well, let's be clear. I mean, you're still pretty free. You just can't go to the restaurants and things like you can still go out. Uh, I just feel I, like you might not be able to. I feel like I can't because my normal things that I do, like my initial, my, my church group, I can't meet with my church group. I can't go to my church. You know, I can't go places except to the grocery store. <laughs> I can't be around people. So you're supposed to stay six feet away from everyone. So it does feel like there are definitely a lot of freedoms that have been removed during this time. Um, maybe you don't feel it as much. Maybe this is more normal for you. But for me, this is very different. I, I do a lot of things all the time. So, <laughs> Some things that I put that I consider to have worth um, is friends um, and family. I 
can't go see my family, but that's less because I'm not free to do so, and more because they're, they don't want to see too many people um, to protect grandparents and just stay away from the virus as much as possible. Um, I think having a steady source of income is something that we consider to have worth uh, to help take care of responsibilities that we have, like mortgages and food and taking care of loved ones. So that's something that I put. Um, what else for you, Derek? <laughs> Jake wrote in here for me, time outside. <laughs> um, so I do, I do enjoy time outside. Um, but I mean, I have, I think I find a lot of worth, yeah, in friendships, um, and deep, good relationships and, um, leadership opportunities sometimes, uh, in just freedom to get to go on trips. I don't know. Find worth in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So last week you said something that, uh, really, I guess, caught my ear and I'm just, I don't remember exactly what you said. I don't know if you do. Um, but it, paraphrasing, it was along the lines of, I don't think we should measure our life based on the amount of work we're doing. There's so much more to life than work. And maybe it wasn't even amount of work. It was like the work that we are doing or the, um, how busy we are. But I think the essence is like a lot of us put a lot of self-worth into our work and how much we're producing, how successful we're, we are with our work, how much we're um, continuing to excel in our career path. Um, but really, in the big picture, work for us is kind of a means to accrue money most of the time so that we can do other things. Um, and I think maybe that's kind of a societal pressure um, to care a lot about work. Um, I was hearing the president talk about this um, this time and how we need to make sure we can get a um, money back into the economy and he was and the government or all the businesses back open and running so people can get back to work. He was and I don't really know <laughs> what he kind of why he brought this up, but he was talking about suicides and about how they go up in times like they, these. And my initial reaction was I like. I don't think the president should have said that just randomly. Um, he probably something that he heard from one of his advisors or something. Um, I don't think that was necessarily a great thing to say in the moment, but then I was like hoping, well, a lot of people don't like Donald Trump, so hopefully they can prove him wrong with this, and um, hopefully we don't have an increase in suicides. But that made me think about kind of hopefully encouraging people out there to value something more than just their worth in work or how much money they have. I mean, I think everyone realizes there's a lot more to life than work, um, but this is just something I wanted to kind of explore and expand upon. Um, so Derek, another question I have is how does someone measure worth? Um, and I think this is a pretty deep question, but I think you have a, a good thought on this. Um. Well, I think I was just going to go on more like what, go more on the thread of what you said earlier about um, us putting our worth in work. Um, I know <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of this, but in America, you know, we all have side hustles on side hustles. Um, 
And uh, in times like these, I, and I'm tempted to say, well, now I have more time to be productive and to get more done. Um, and I can, you know, try to build up those small companies, you know, that I'm working on and just really throw myself into that more. Um, kind of with this mindset of, if I achieve more, I am more. Uh, I guess I have the temptation to think that sometimes. Um, and and I, I don't think I'm the only one that's like that either. Uh, I had a, a friend recently share with me in confidence. He, he said, you know, anytime I'm not working, a part of me feels guilty that I'm not being productive enough, like I'm wasting my time. Um, and I, I, I can resonate with that a little bit too. Um, that it, it, it's kind of crazy that like... <laughs> We, we would, I don't know, feel that much burden to keep working and to like, it, it feels to me like there's something very wrong there. And, if, you know, what's what's like a, I feel like a lot of times when we ask people, oh, how are you doing in life right now? What's new with you? Everybody just says, oh, I'm, I'm busy. You I've know, been guilty of that. Like we both just say, oh, I, I'm busy. You know, like I'm getting things done. I'm busy. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, especially in, in startup culture, which Jake and I spend a lot of time around in, people will boast about, I worked an 80 plus hour week last week. Or I worked 120 hours last week as if that were the achievement of standard. Like I can work harder than anyone else. Therefore, I've proved myself or I've, I've accomplished my worth. Um, when really, I, I, I think sometimes we should be thinking the other way. As entrepreneurs, we should be wanting to have more time back. That should be part of the reason that drives us is to have more of that time to do the things that we think is more important. Um, but I guess I just wanted to, to I have to sometimes sit down and myself and challenge that thought and say, in a thousand years, what will become of all of my work? Will any of it still matter? So um, I think the answer for a lot of my work is that uh, no, it probably won't. Um, it, it matters in in the means that it would it provides for my daily needs and it provides for my food you know it helps me to live but I shouldn't put all my worth in it because once I'm gone a thousand years from now it won't matter um, yeah so and you have a note here like to not downplay the importance of hard work and I think that's that's also good like we were made to do work. Um, but I think sometimes we can get distracted with trying to be too busy or, or maybe not focused even, um, try, trying to do too many things. Um, I, my kind of thought on like who we think, I mean, as, as humans, we compare each other a lot. Um, we're always on social media comparing us to other people. Um, I think we compare worth by a few ways. One of them is attractiveness, another one's how much money someone has and how successful they've been. Um, I think of like Elon Musk or Michael Dell or um, Jeff Bezos. Like Those are people that I look up to as they have a lot of power, they have a lot of money. I don't necessarily look up to them at, on a moral standpoint, but from a success standpoint, I, like, they do have a lot of monetary worth. Um, but it seems like Deeper down, we all know that this is not how we are valued as a person, as humanity. And it seems like it's not a fair or a good way to measure someone's worth based off of these attributes. 
Um, so we could say like, yeah, Michael Dell, he does a lot of charity now. He's a very valuable man. And in this time, Elon Musk is trying to do a lot of things uh, for the prevention of the coronavirus or Jeff Bezos is building ventilators, whatever they're doing. It's like, yeah, they can bring a lot of value to a situation because they have a lot of money, but that doesn't necessarily mean they are worth more than someone who is struggling to make it, like a homeless person, or us, or you as a listener. Like, it doesn't mean that someone is worth more than you. And I want to kind of break that down. Um, maybe you don't believe this, and if you don't, we'd love to hear kind of how you measure worth um but for us we're gonna we're gonna shift now and kind of share a few uh verses from the bible to kind of back up what we're saying about worth and hopefully encourage you to find worth in something that's more than yourself i guess mm -hmm. um greater than what you can bring to the table or bring to the world and just be encouraged that you don't really need that expectation um, so Derek, what um, verse did you find that you wanted to share? So for me, uh, I thought the, the most pertinent one was Genesis 1. So Genesis is the first book of the Bible. It's the first chapter. Um, it says, uh, this is as God's creating the world. And it says, then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move on the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Um, so I felt like this, this verse pretty clearly lays out for me why mankind specifically seems to have a lot of worth. It's we're made in the image of God. Um, so anytime we see another person, they are also made in the image of God. Uh, so we're all equal in that way. We are all made to be like God. The closest example I could think of is when maybe God <laughs> will bless Jake one day with a mini Jake. Um, people will say, hey, Jake Jr. Jake Jr. People will say, hey, he looks like you. You know, he's made in the likeness of Jake. And he'd be a good looking kid. Yeah, he would. And he'd be great at baseball, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we hope and pray. Um, but in the same way, people can look at us, I guess the universe could look at man and say, oh, that looks like God. Um, and so I'd say this is one way um, that we can find our worth is by knowing that we're made in the image of God. Um, what about you, Jake? I know you had a different verse. And mine is Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. Um, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raises us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, 
And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Um, Jake's verse is much longer than mine. I should have broken that up because it was very <laughs> difficult to read like that. Um, and there's a lot of commas. So let me just take a few pieces of that because it was long and it was tricky to kind of get as me for me reading. So if you wanted to read along Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, um, I think the key points here are we are all dead in our sins, meaning like we all have a sinful nature and we're controlled by passions of our flesh. I think this kind of like includes how much we compare ourselves to others like I was talking about. Mm -hmm. um, we are controlled by that. Um, but in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. So we know God's grace is what saves us. We know that there are immeasurable riches in this. Um, and we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before him, beforehand that we should walk in them. So I think God's trying to share with us that he has created us and that he has a plan for us and that in his love for us and his grace, we can walk in that plan. And I think that just takes away all of this pressure from us to need to be the ones that are owning our destiny. Um, it's not through works. It's not by anything that we do that we have worth, but it's by just being loved by God and created by God and God having a plan to use us um, to, for good and to have, to be with him. So like, it's nothing that we can do that, I guess, earns any more worth there. And I think that makes me feel more comfortable because I'm always trying to do more. Um, I feel bad about not, I don't know, this is silly, but like not eating an apple every day because like that keeps the doctor away. <laughs> like I felt like if I ate an apple every day, I'd be healthier. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, just getting outside and going on a little run or things that I could do every day. And it just becomes a long, long, long list of those things that I just get overwhelmed and then don't eat my apple and have coffee instead. So <laughs> not just coffee, like a mocha, which is the opposite of an apple probably. <laughs> um, so for me, this is an encouragement in that even though I'm failing at doing things that would be good for me on a daily level, um, I am still worth something. Um, even if I don't, always feel like it I know I can come back to these verses and know that God has created me to be like him and has um, an infinite amount of grace and love for me that I can kind of just rest and have peace um, so that's kind of my take on why I don't need to feel like I have to do a lot more earn this much money or try to be infinitely successful like the billionaires for me to be worth something yeah yeah that's good I like it. <clears throat> so if you have any insight into how you approach your worth um, we'd love to hear that 
Uh, I think we're in process of setting up comments on the blog. We'll get to that soon. Um, but so I, when you're listening to this, you'll probably have done that already. Hopefully we'll have done that. <laughs> um, I just set up, I was excited. I set up the template to where I can edit it now. So um, random side note there. But yes, if you want to continue to listen to encouragements or financial insights that we have, um, we are going to continue doing this weekly. We hope that you subscribe. Uh, you can also subscribe to our blog at budgets.money um, or email us anytime at support at budgets.money. Um, also, you know, if you're bored, now would be a great time to set up a budget. Yeah. So go to the App Store, download Budgets, and we'd be happy to help walk you through that. Um, we're looking at ways that we can kind of get more documentation and content out there to, to walk you through that. We do have a setup video now on our setup page. It's pretty good. Jake did a great job with it. It was not fun. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll, I guess you'll hear us next week. Yep. Have a great week. You're worth it. And stay safe out there.